Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library, and today I have Oluwatobi on, and as many of the listeners and the watchers know, there's a special place in my heart for Nigeria because that is where my yeah. wife and my in-laws thank are you. from. So welcome to the show, Oluwatobi. Yeah, thank you very much, Terrell. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about your background and your business because I think it is a great business of providing healthy snacks and working in the food industry in Nigeria. But tell us a little bit about your background and then we'll talk about your business. Okay. Now I'm the third child. My name is Oluwa Tobi. So I'm the third child in the family of six, now five, because my dad is late and that was seven years ago. So, and that was two years before I, I entered the university. So I started my business in the university. The reason was not far-fetched because of the fact that when I lost my dad, he was the breadwinner of the family. So my mom was just a petty trader. So, you know, the death was a bombshell. Wow. So you just have to grow up really fast. You have to grow up because there's no helper to just help you. Then you are just going, growing up. And then we are, it's four of us. And our firstborn is married. I have three other siblings, two other siblings, including myself. So my background is, let me say, we belong to the middle class family. We are not so rich. We are not poor. We are just in the middle. Mm-hmm. But, you know, after that death, it was, it was like you are going to the bottom of the ladder. <laughs> but, oh, wow. You know, so things were difficult after he died because when I gained admission, it's just part of the old journey because... Why I started the business was because of the financial difficulty. I needed to make ends meet. You know, I gained admission into Obafemi Awolo University. That's one of the top universities in Nigeria. So it was a big deal after three years of waiting. So after getting admission, you just have to survive because mom was a petty trader. You don't really have much. Your elder siblings are still trying to find their feet. So as the first girl, in my family, I just needed to grow up fast. And that was the beginning of my business exploit. You know, you want wow. to make, you want to double the money you have. So you just run a business. But, you know, over, I think I'm answering the second question already on why I started the business. So I started my business in my 200 level in school. I, I needed money, fine. I didn't have enough. I need to buy textbooks. I need to buy a lot of things. So I was like, so what can I do? What can I sell? So in class then, we used to have some early morning classes as early as 7 a.m. And, you know, my school is so populated that in a lecture theater, you can have over 1,000 students. Wow. And you have to get there. To get a seat, you have to get there as early as 6.30 <laughs> or to 7. So you already, you don't take breakfast. So... You have to look for a way to, and you know, from the first lectures to the second to the third, you will see by the time you are taking breakfast, maybe it's at twelve noon. So I saw wow. that wait, this is a problem that we could actually find something. So why don't I fill in this gap by starting to sell something that my fellow students could snack on? So I just thought, okay, what can I sell? So I started making peanut snacks. I learned how to do it. I didn't have money for graphics. I had to learn, learn graphics. <laughs> I learned online, you know, learned how to design a, like a mini advert to advertise. And then I just printed it out 
on the as a as an advert. Packed it, took it to class the first day. I sold out. Wow, this is a business. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> so like every day I was taking it to class. I started selling. 300 level, I was getting well-known, you know, and people just, they can rely on me. You don't have to have breakfast when you're coming to class. Tobano is going to bring something. Tobano is bring something to class that you can buy. And when I don't take anything to class, in fact, I'm in trouble. You know, when they really bank on what you have to um, do. So by the end of my 300 level, I knew I was solving a real problem. Then I made more research. You know, you have to continually... Um, gain more knowledge about the business you're doing. So I saw that, okay, there could actually be a big picture to this and I needed to improve on it. So by the end of my 300 level, I registered my business name and then I started um, writing uh, grants, taking part in competitions because I wanted to make my business bigger. So I caught a bigger vision. Okay, which problem am I solving aside giving my fellow students something to eat when they really need it? So after a lot of research, I saw that the problem is even deeper because now, right now you see that what the raw materials I use are coming from somewhere. So what problem am I solving by converting these snacks? Why solving a problem for my consumer? I'm still solving a problem for those people producing those raw materials. At least I'm, I'm converting the whole thing. I'm increasing the shelf life of those products. So on and on, you know, I can continue telling this story, but... To the glory of God, by the time I was done with school, even before I was done, by the time I was in my final year, I already had two other students who were like my sales reps on campus, wow. selling my product in their own lecture, like lecture, lecture rooms and classrooms. So when they go to class, so I pay them on commission, soon they increase to four, and then it just grew like that. But due to the fact that my school was in Ocean State, so I moved after graduating. Although I'm still trying to still retain the market because it's like a radio market where they already know me before. But now I moved down to Lagos, you know, and decided to set up a factory then, even pro provide more value than what, what we started with. So, and here we are now, we are still growing. It's not easy. It's not like campus business anymore, you know. So you have a lot of, bigger competitors are sharks you know when i say sharks they are ready to to consume you if you are not really careful because now the whole marketplace is filled with um a lot of other big competitors who have the funds who have the big structure who have the workforce but then you have to know how to navigate your way around and position yourself maximize your profit and that's what you are doing right now Mm -hmm. So when you were doing this um, kind of while you were in school, at what point did you decide like, hey, we need to actually buy a factory or we need to have a factory to make this on a bigger scale? That was in my final year. You know, everybody was asking me, you know, when you're in your final year and you're about to graduate, you start to decide, okay, do I want to get a job? Do I want to run a business, go into entrepreneurship? I was already an entrepreneur because by the time I was in my final year, I won the um, was the enterprising female award in my department. And then I was already going for some events that are really inspiring, taking part in some trainings. So I knew that, okay, I think I want to scale this. And luckily for me, in my final year, I, I wrote my first business plan. 
it wasn't uh, a standard business plan, but I needed to create an action plan. I wanted to see, okay, can I really do this? Is it really possible? So it, it was a lot of research for me. But that was the point I knew that, okay, I need to set up a factory, then start producing in a large scale. But I needed to start small because I don't have all the funds. Like I said, I started the business because I needed funds. So throughout school, is what, it was not so effective because you, you, I was eating into my profits at many times because I needed to. So, you know, it's different from the way business run. Business run outside the factory. It's not just because you need money, but because you want the business to survive. Now, um, luckily for me, by the end of my final year, I won my first grant. That was... Um, Tony Lumelu Grant, that was just the scale of, like I was, it was like, uh, will I say the lottery <laughs> that I won? So it was like the endorsement I got because that competition is really competitive. And so when your business is chosen out of 216,000 businesses, you know that, wait, this is a big deal, man. We have to pursue this. That means you're solving a real problem. The business has potential because the reviewers are people that, they are business giants people that review your application, that means they've seen something for them to see that, okay, we should train this person, we should give this person a seed capital to actually set up. And, you know, that was the beginning of the old journey. And after that, I won another grant, but that was not as much as the four $5,000, but it's, it's, it has been helping so far. And then plus um, my own personal savings and other things, we have been running the business now. So, and I've started already. The brand is growing little by little. We don't despise the days of little beginnings. We know we are going to get there. So, <laughs> so that's that's just it. Awesome. So, tell us a little bit about the types of products that your business sells. Okay. Now we have um, different categories of products that we want to sell. But the one that we are selling right now is our um, peanut snacks. You know, peanut is a, Nigeria is the largest producer of peanuts. You know, when I did my research and discovered so many things, I was amazed. You know, how can a country be the largest producer of peanuts in Africa? And yet you lose more than one third of that harvested peanut. Wow. Just, you just lose it to post-harvest losses. Why, why is it like that? Why is nobody converting this? And peanut is, it has a lot of health benefits. Unlike, you know, um, abroad, we have peanut butter. We have some other things that they use peanut for. But it's not really common in Nigeria. The, the, that particular raw material is underutilized. And it has a lot of health benefits. Instead of consuming all these artificial snacks that we have out there, chemicals, additives, and all that. So we do our peanut snacks, we make it available in different um, types and different sizes. So we have, um, like, right now we have three, three flavors out. We have the Milk Delight, we have the Cinnamon Crunch, we have the, um, the Pepper Chili, yeah. So we have Vanilla Flavor coming in soon, and then we have the Coconut Flow. So, that's for our peanuts burger, which goes by the name Fluxinot Burger Snacks. Now, the second one we have is we produce cashew nuts. Cashew nuts is another common nut that is, like, we sell roasted cashew nuts. Many times when you see cashew nuts, you mainly see it on the roadside, 
just traffic sellers. You see, now you don't know how they produce it. You don't know what hygiene, what status is. So we want people to eat healthy. We want um, an healthier generation of scholars and professionals. And now the third category is our cheese, which is made from plantain. They have both unripe and ripe plantain. So those are the three we are still working on. Part of our future innovation within the area of biscuits, candies, making use of honey and not sugars. You know, we have the honey candy coming in. We have the um, peanut cookies coming in. Just something more nutritious, something more beneficial to the health. You know, people are not paying more attention to their health. It's not just about consuming. When you snack the right way, you don't have to feel guilty when you're snacking. So one of our major <laughs> major selling points is that we want to offer you a guilt-free snacking moment. So that when okay. you are eating snacks, as a busy working professional with long working hours, I, according to our buyer's persona, we saw that uh, people who work for long hours snack a lot. Like they are addictive snackers. They don't eat proper meals. Now, we want to create an avenue that even if you are snacking a lot, you are snacking on the right thing and it's still beneficial to your health, it's still good for your brain. So our peanut snacks is serving that purpose. We have some packages for those um, premium customers who are working professionals who have busy schedules and are not able to um, feed on the proper meal every now and then. So those are the products we have for now. And the one we are working on. So I just mentioned, I, I know, you know, I just keep coming every day, keep improving. You know, manufacturing and food processing, there is no limit to which you can go with um, adding value to raw agricultural produce. You can add value to as much agricultural produce as you want, depending on the how innovative you can be. So we are taking it a step at a time, you know, learning our market response, knowing what they want, because it's not about us, it's about them. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So <laughs> where can people find your product if they want to buy it or where, um, where's your website if they want to follow what you Yeah, do? actually my, you know, um, we had an issue with the website that was last month during the COVID. Um, the, the website I had was really basic. The Bino Food website was basic, www.binofood.com. So we had to take it down. Now we saw that Majorly, we used to operate offline. We had distributors everywhere within Nigeria. We wanted to say, okay, let's, let's take hold of Nigerian market first before taking it off. If your food is really good, let your citizen enjoy it before taking it out to somebody else. That was what we were living by. But when COVID-19 struck, we were caught unaware because we could have also established an online platform where people could actually get those products instead of just relying on our offline means. So one thing we now did was that we took the website down, upgrading it to integrate uh, an online store, um, um, integrate an online store feature, payment integration and all that to improve that people can actually order from the website. So okay. if you click on the link right now, it's not going, it's currently down but it's going to be up soon. And right now we have an Instagram page also where people can order. We have a Facebook page all in the name of Tobino Foods, Tobino Foods. And then people can also, you know, um, contact us directly. On the WhatsApp before, you can contact us through our WhatsApp business directly from the, what, uh, from the um, website page. But right now, since it's down, 
on our Instagram page, we have our WhatsApp business number where people can easily chat up if they need. But right now, we have not yet started exporting. Okay. It's just within Nigeria because we, are, we need some certification to be done before we can take the product because it's a food product. So mm-hmm. it needs to get certified. And so that process is still ongoing. They are yet to get an approval. When we finally get it, we can now take it outside the country to wherever we have our customers waiting for it. <laughs> awesome. Well, Thank one you. of the questions that I like to ask every guest that comes on to the show before we wrap up is, what is one or two pieces of wisdom that you have learned in the process of building, starting and building this awesome business? Okay, one major thing I've learned is that um, you need to, when you have a vision, or let me say you have a goal, you have an idea, you have to believe in your own vision confidently, without doubt, because that is only when people can buy into it. You can't, you have to sell your vision to your employees, you have to sell your vision to your investors, you have to sell it to people. You know, me applying for grants was a way of selling my idea. I think this will work, and they saw the confidence, the passion that I exude. So you have to believe in yourself because for any type of business, you have to have the goal, then create an action plan, run by it, and then never give up on what comes because challenges is really certain. It's not only financial challenges. And another thing I would always tell any business owner or any entrepreneur that is upcoming is that you need a particular skill, which can never be overemphasized. That's emotional intelligence. You will keep on relating with people. You relate with your suppliers. You relate with your employees. You relate with your customers. Some customers are frustrating. <laughs> Some customers can just, you know, they think they believe they are king. Yeah, customer is king. But then you need to have this emotional intelligence to handle everybody, to know when to talk and when not to, to know the kind of responses to give to those around you because business is a it's, business is 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 like um, an epitome of relationships. You have relationships with customers. You have it with your supplier. You have relationship with your investors if you have one. You have relationship with um, your employees. It's just you just have humans around, and the more you can manage those people successfully. That is what makes you not just a business owner, but as a leader, because there's a difference between being a boss and being a leader. You know, a leader makes everybody feel safe. Employees, I think, they they don't, you are not bossing employees around. You are not uh, just ignoring the feedback of customers. You are taking everything intelligently. You know, there are some feedbacks that are out of sentiment. You have to get used to it. When you get feedback from some customer, they literally compare you to your competitors. The one I tasted was not as bad as this one. I don't like the taste. And blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just, they come with so many. You have to know how to undo everything. And that is where you need your emotional intelligence. We, I don't think we are all born with emotional intelligence. You have to develop it on and on continually. So never forget the skill while you are writing a business plan you know this has to do with you managing your own self managing your own self because one thing is another thing is your values as as the, the business owner is definitely going to show in your business if you are really slacky as as a person 
definitely your business will be slacky. You will take slacky decisions. You will take, you know, you won't, you won't do the right thing at the right. If you are disciplined as a person, so you, you, the business automatically takes on the attitude of the owner. So if the owner remembers that, okay, I want to set up a business, then I need to work on myself. You know, everything still revolves around you and then you having that emotional intelligence in place and then believing in your own vision. Seriously, it's really important. There are many times people don't even believe it, but you have to believe it even when no one does because sometimes they can't see what you see. Mm-hmm. They can't see. Nobody saw what I saw because then I was selling in class. It was just a small scale. Nobody can see that, okay, I would ever sell it with I couldn't even believe myself, but it was gradual. It was gradual and then we are here. And, you know, the bigger picture I still have, in fact, you cannot see it. <laughs> you can't imagine it. Only I can see it. Mm-hmm. And so you have to believe in your vision and stay true to it. Many people lose focus. They are not focused on what they want to do. You are running a business. You know, sometimes if I was not focused on the business I'm running, I could have drifted and said, this business is not really working. Let me try something else. Everybody keeps, most people keep trying something else every now and then. If you stay true to one cause, consistency is really important. And then you are bound to succeed. Just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. So that's what I believe. I know I gave pieces of advice. (laughs) Not exactly (laughs) one or two. (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) But no, it is perfectly fine. I, I think it is. Everything you said, I think, are great things that, you know, every entrepreneur and every business owner needs to keep in mind. And yeah, and I think it's definitely showed in, like I said, you, you started from just trying to solve your own problem. And then you started exactly. providing a product to others. <laughs> and then just being able to scale it. I mean, it, it's very impressive what you've been able to accomplish so far. And I definitely look forward to you accomplishing even more in the in the coming years. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, hola, Toby. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for sharing so much wisdom yeah. with us. Um, we definitely will keep an eye on what you're doing and seeing. Yes, and best. you know, you can contact me on my LinkedIn. My LinkedIn is Olua Toby Florence Cordray. Seriously, I want to hear from you. I want to hear the comments people have. Then I still want us to keep in touch. Because one thing is I'm just improving on my social media presence because I'm a very busy person. You know, when you're into manufacturing, you are like, and when you're just starting, you have a lot of responsibilities. I see you, you are overseeing this, you are overseeing that. Sometimes you don't really have time. But LinkedIn is my major um, social media platform. Is it social? Yeah, it's a professional <laughs> network that you, you are, I'm always like on and I'm always available. So, and... I can always share the success of my business, even on LinkedIn. That is my major. But for other platforms, my name is Miss Tobino, Miss underscore Tobino on Instagram and on Twitter. I, I just hope I'll be active very soon, very soon, and much more on those platforms. <laughs> but right now, it's, it's just like once in a week thing. <laughs> but we'll be okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show and uh, we'll definitely look for more success from you and your business. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here and I appreciate it. It's a privilege to be on this show. Thank you. 
it's going to be one of my success stories, I know. <laughs> Seriously, it is well appreciated. And thank you very much. It's an honor to be here. And that concludes another episode of the Business Talk Library. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can connect with us on any social media platform, Instagram at Business Talk Library, LinkedIn. You can follow the Business Talk Library hashtag. You can also connect with us on Facebook and YouTube searching for Business Talk Library. If there's any topics that you would like addressed or any questions you have about your business or your career path that you would like for us to answer on the show, feel free to shoot us a note on any of those platforms and we will try our best to get to them. Remember, keep it simple. Oh.